Welcome to UWB episode three. What's up, Aaron? What's going on, Drake? You like that vocal? Uh, that was beautiful. Yeah, it was. Thank, nice. thank you for that. If this doesn't launch uh, this podcast, then I'll just take up a career as a musician. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> I'll so, sing to other dead animals because I sound like they're dying. Yeah, or you'd be the reason they actually died. That was harsh, yeah. and I need I need you to change the subject. Yeah. All right. So uh, today we have a lot of awesome stuff to talk about. Uh, we're not going to be having a very serious conversation, but some people might find it serious. We're going to be talking about conspiracy theories, aliens, JFK, Illuminati, uh, yeah, just to name a few. Uh, what uh, is there anything specific? Bigfoot. Bigfoot, yes. Uh, in case you guys didn't know, our own Drake Bentley has a personal story with uh, Bigfoot, so you guys got to stick to him. I've literally seen Bigfoot's Bigfoot. He has seen Bigfoot, Bigfoot. It's true. Say that 10 times fast. I've seen Bigfoot's Bigfoot. Bigfoot's Bigfoot, 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 Bigfoot. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, hey, so I, uh, before we get into everything, I did want to just uh, give like a quick shout out for the website and the clothing. Uh, not everybody does know about it. Obviously, nobody has to buy anything, but uh, we do have like a really good wide range of apparel, you know, t-shirts, long sleeves. We got hats, uh, jackets, all sorts of good stuff. And uh, we're going to be coming up with some patches as well uh, for any of our military guys or, you know, anything like that. So. Yeah, we've got a lot of good stuff there, so just go to unitedwebook.com, um, and then if you guys want the discount, don't forget, uh, 25 discount is still active, so if anybody wants 25% off. Uh, yeah, so what uh, what do you want to talk about first today? Man, you can kick it off. I mean, I don't know a whole lot about conspiracy theories. Um, you know, of course, I know about them, but I don't really pay much attention to them. Okay. Um, I definitely Epstein was mur- believe Epstein was murdered. Um, there's just way too many things that don't make sense with it. Uh, I do believe in Bigfoot. Um, <clears throat> let's see. Um, you know, maybe 9-11. Uh, JFK, you know, I think is a little strange. Um, Illuminati. There's just a little little too many coincidences and too many things that take place that that doesn't make sense. I agree. Uh, you want to jump into Illuminati? Yeah, sure, man. Educate me. All right, man. So, Illuminati. What? Well... So I'll start educating. I don't know a million and one facts about them, but I know a very, I, I know a good amount of information. Okay. So what is the first thing that you think about when you hear Illuminati? Is it something you think right now? Is oh, yeah. Out there? Yeah, absolutely. A pyramid, uh, you know, it is the symbol, um, you know, the, the eye, the all-seeing eye. Um, that's what I think of whenever I hear Illuminati. I also think of, like, the music industry. Uh, so, yeah. Okay. Um, what do you think? I, I think the Illuminati might be out there. Um, I don't think that it's called the Illuminati. I definitely can see that there would be a large group when you look at all the banks you know, being owned privately by individuals. You have a lot of people. I don't know. It, it is kind of odd how everybody does throw up you know, the little pyramid mm-hmm. from time to time. Uh, they talk about the Illuminati. You have uh, Fetty Wap. I don't know. Do you remember him? Fetty Wap. Is he the dude with the missing eye? Yes. Oh, okay. So, what, um, happened to, what happened to his eye? Oh, I don't know what happened. I'm oh, sure. he got shot? Did he shoot he himself? Nah, uh, but not so as soon as he claimed, uh, you know, to he wanted to like kind of unleash what the Illuminati was. He was talking about the Illuminati. Okay. We haven't heard about him since. No more music coming out. Nothing. Like as soon as he did that, and everybody knows about that too. Like it's as really? soon as he came out about the Illuminati. Yeah. Oh, see, yeah, I'm, I don't, I don't really follow. I don't care for Fetty Wap that much. Um, so I, I don't really pay much attention to him. Well, yeah, it actually started way back in like, uh, what, what was it? 
So yeah, 1st of May, 1776 in Bavaria. Uh, today that's a part of Germany. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it was started by a guy named uh, Adam Weishaupt, but it's actually Johann Weishaupt. But I think that's pretty crazy. So it started all the way back then. Um, I know it kind of adapted. But doesn't, doesn't the Illuminati tie into the Knights Templar? Um, uh, like hundreds of years ago. Uh, so I know with the Knights Templar, that is kind of what they believe might be the modern day Illuminati. Because if you look back at that, they, well, what they used to do is when they would go in, they were building these castles. They were they were indisposable. You know what I mean? So they were working for kings. They were building all sorts of stuff. The Knights Templar? Yes. And back okay. in that time, though, you had to stay in that individual location. Like if you were part of that you know, uh, community, like that, what would you call that? A castle, basically. If you were a part of that community, you had to stay there, and I don't, I don't know what the rules were to get out, but it was very difficult, and you never, you never left to go to the, you know, to other ones. So, what's the difference between the Knights Templar, Grand Masons, and the Illuminati? Uh, well, I think isn't the Grand Masons what the the Templar Stone Masons were? Yeah, isn't that I, what it is? I think that I think that that's the same thing. You know, I really don't know a lot that's about like it. I, I have it's family the same logo. I have family that's Grand Masons and friends who are Grand Masons. Uh, we know somebody. Yeah. Yeah. So. I don't know. I don't know what. I don't know much about it. So whatever information you got's new to me. Yeah. Well, whatever. Uh, I remember in uh, the World War Two era, Hitler definitely thought that it was the Jews um, that basically had coveted like a group, um, and that was who the Illuminati were. So he thought that the Jews were Illuminati. Uh yes. He he believed that. Caroline's a Jew. Are you Illuminati, Caroline? Don't go there. <laughs> well, that's a very Uh-oh. sad. It's Uh-oh. a very sad period, obviously. <laughs> Um, you know, but I don't know. It, it, it's a crazy idea to think that there would be a group out there that is running everything, but mm-hmm. it's not unbelievable as well. Because when you look at no, it, I agree. Um, what what was the lodge? Um, it's this. I forget where it is. Do you know the name of it? Where they uh, all of the world's like top leaders, businessmen. Oh, in California. Is it in California? Uh, where they they have the big wooden owl. Yes, it's a big stone owl. Uh, what is that called? We just looked at it the other day. Um, Something uh, Bohemian Grove. Bro, Bohemian Grove. If anybody does not know about that, look it up. Um, Bohemian Grove. I'm actually going to look some stuff up about it because I do not want to. Are you familiar with what Jambi is? Jambi, no. So Jambi was something that kings, queens, and royal members would do back a long time ago. So like Egyptian era um, stuff like that, and they would go out to like usually the highest place of the land that they owned or, or the area that they owned <clears throat> and they would just get high get stoned and they would sacrifice people um, they would have mock sacrifices um, just they would have orgies and that's kind of what Bohemian Grove kind of reminds me of oh. is uh, you know you have a bunch of, of world leaders coming together dressing up in robes dancing around each other and big shout out to Alex Jones, you know, I mean, that dude's kind of a nutcase sometimes, but I think he's a cool dude, you know, uh, I think he goes off the hinges sometimes with some of the things that he says, but, um, you know, I, the, the dude is also on top of a lot of breaking articles, and he is the one who single-handed, well, not single-handedly, him and his team uh, snuck a recording device inside of Bohemian Grove and recorded these politicians and world leaders dancing around fires and praying to this owl. Naked people covered in blood all sorts of different stuff like yeah, chanting and everything it's weird man it's weird and the owl is you know a symbol for it's, the devil yeah it's a satanic symbol so that is a uh, it's something to think about man but yeah, yeah it's, absolutely. Uh, it's 2700 acres and it's uh, Monterio, California yeah. that's where it's at really strange um, 
And they, what do you they, know about that? They host more than a two-week encampment of some of the most prominent men in the world, so for two weeks. So it's, there's no women? No, no. This is a gentleman's club. Really? So it's, it's all the male business leaders of the world. They go there, and it's this is a two-week encampment of some of the most prominent men in the world. So I don't even know what they're doing. Weird. But it is something to think about, man. I mean, yeah, if they're true. all meeting and stuff like that, I mean, that is kind of like the modern-day Illuminati, well, I guess. You know, I also, there's also the other side on it where maybe it just rich people... Like to just get together and do things with other rich people, just you take know. A bunch of drugs, and have sex with each other. <laughs> yeah, and that and fucking uh, pour blood all over each other. Hmm. Well, I don't know. Who knows? Man, I, there's a lot of crazy people. You know, as a you know, as a Christian, and for what I believe in, um, obviously you have the other side of that where people, you know, will do worship the devil and everything, and mm-hmm. just kind of hope for success and pray to him for that. And I don't know. Everybody is entitled to their own opinion, their own ideas. Yeah, you know, but some of them are kind of strange. Fucking crazy. Yeah, but, they you are. know, it's once you start sacrificing people <laughs> and doing LSD and tripping out for two weeks, yeah, not my thing. Yeah, you get a little bit out of your mind. I mean, I, I would trip, but just not for two weeks. Um, yeah, they're crazy, dude. What else you got? Um, so I'm I'm looking in. Honestly, I think I think everybody's anybody that is listening is going to want to hear about your Bigfoot experience. Oh, Bigfoot. So. uh Okay. All right. So I get made fun of by my family from this. Okay. My wife's laughing at me right now. And this is whenever I was a little kid. I was like uh, probably nine, nine, ten. So for those of you who are listening uh, that I went to school with and I grew up with, you guys will recognize the name that I'm about to say. But I was with uh, Dakota Maclier, who was my childhood friend. We grew up right down the road from each other. And there was a set of woods that was right next to the house. And we were out with pellet guns and we were like hunting birds and like doing little kid stuff, right? And all of a sudden we got this really, really strange vibe that there was something around us. And like out of nowhere, <clears throat> it's not like we heard anything or we saw anything, you know, we just got this vibe that there was some somebody or something watching us. So we hunkered down behind this row of bushes and there was bushes that completely surrounded us. His back was to my back so he could see behind me and I was up to his back so I could see behind him. So like we have a pretty good field of view <clears throat> except for uh, there were bushes around us so we had to like look through the bush to see something, right? Well, all these birds are chirping and chirping and chirping and suddenly they stopped chirping and it was the birds that we were hunting, you know? Um, and it wasn't that we were moving or anything and causing them to stop tripping. Like, we were dead still. Um, and I'm looking through this gap in the uh, in the bushes, and it's, it sounds really cliche, but, like, I see this, like, actual foot, actual foot, a legitimate foot. Um, this massive hairy foot slams down in this little opening in the bushes that I'm looking through. And I shit you not, butthole puckers... And I take off sprinting through the woods. Hold on, hold on. Did you see Bigfoot's butthole pucker, or was this your? No, butthole? that this was mine. Okay, so mine. you did not see Bigfoot's butthole pucker. No, it was a Bigfoot, Bigfoot. It was Big Bigfoot's Bigfoot. <laughs> How do you know this wasn't Uncle Lester on the corner? You know, hanging out with his. It could have been. A, it could have been a homeless dude. It really could have been, but he had to have like size forty-seven men's shoes. Fuck. So you're telling me. Over double the size of Shaquille O'Neal's Oh, dude. Foot. <laughs> Easily. He would have kicked Sha- Shaquille O'Neal Bro, in the so chest. So you're saying a, four, a size 40 shoe. 
Oh, dude, it's huge. I'm I'm serious. Like, but you understand how long that is? Man. Well, no shit. That's why do you think I'm? Musky. Why do you think that's I'm telling you? That's the size of a musky, man. This man's got musky feet. H- huge, bigger than that. I mean, it was huge. It was okay, massive. Okay, so let's listen, 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 sure. listen. I'm not. Sure. I never worked at Foot Locker, so I can't say that it was a size 43. I'm just throwing a number out there, but it was huge. It was right. massive. Anyways, okay. the si- yeah. So the size of from your elbow to your hand, about in there. Probably a little smaller than that, though. Just a hair smaller. Okay, I think that's about a size like 20. I couldn't. I, I say that's about Shaq. I don't know. I've never seen Shaq. You guys could have got Shaq attacked. You ha- yeah, that, that was a <laughs> trip. Get dunked on in the middle of the woods. <laughs> Opens up a portal. Okay, so where where did the Bigfoot go after? Where did it go? Uh, oh, away from me. I took off. Like I Oh, was so gone. You, did, you didn't look back? No, fuck no. Hell no. I did not look back. So I see this this thing in this opening that I'm looking through, and it foot slams down, and this is where it also got me. This is where it also verified that I saw what I saw because whenever its foot slammed down, the tree that had the birds in flew yeah. away, and then I took off. So it was like boom. So it happened. I remember looking at it. Birds flew. I ran. So also more questions. Uh, the foot. Was this a... Oh, my God. It was a foot. It, yeah, you can it say was a hairy foot. foot. Okay, but w- there's also a pause. So was no, this... No, it wasn't a paw. So it was. It had five fingers, four fingers? Well, dude, I don't know. I wasn't analyzing its foot. Toes. It's not like I... Oh, yeah, that, that guy... Yeah, he's got six six toes. Okay, but, like, was there three little hoof things? What, no, you know there, no it, was, it, it was... Okay, it was a foot. <laughs> like, how else would you describe a like, foot? Like a human foot? <laughs> yes, it was like a human foot yeah, that was yeah. very hairy. Did it... And was it, what color was it? Like the skin? Uh, like dark brown. Dark so brown. dark brown, yeah. hairy foot. Yeah, for sure. In like, the woods, where you were in the bushes with your friend. Yeah. <laughs> you, yeah. I saw a hairy foot. I saw a hairy foot. It was like, it was like whenever you have one of those friends that, if you start laughing, I'll come What kind of story? If you start laughing, the next time that I see you, because again, we're doing this over telecom, I'm going to slap the shit out of you. Uh, <laughs> anyways, he, uh, he like I started running, so he started yeah. running. But unfortunately for me, that dude was like lightning. He still is. He's just quick. Yeah. So I was the dumb friend that couldn't run fast enough. So I, if anything's gonna get anybody, it's gonna be me getting gotten, and I don't want to get got. Yeah. Well, I'm tearing through these woods. I have cuts, scrapes, bruises all over me. I finally get to the house. Well, because I live like a mile away, uh, and I rode my bike in, and I'm all bloody. And my mom asks me what's going on. I tell her, and she laughs at me. Which was fair, you know. Now, um, would you say so? Do you have you ever seen uh, the what is it, Jack's Beef Link? Jack's Beef. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah Jack's Beef Jerky. Was it similar to that? Is that what you were asking? Yeah. Was it that Sasquatch off the beef jerky commercial? Well, we didn't open any beef jerky that Did day. Did you see an ankle connected to it? Well, I mean, like I said, I just saw a foot, and then and then the the birds in the tree, and then we ran. Okay. So okay. it, I didn't, I wasn't like analyzing it. Uh, it was just like, hey, that's something that probably shouldn't be here. And I took off. And it wasn't a bear because we don't have bears in Arkansas. Yeah. Um, which is kind of surprising, actually, if you think about it. Um, it wasn't – it was too big to be a human's foot. Now, it could have been some weird homeless dude or somebody trying to fuck with us. But uh, it was just the whole you know, situation. I'm going to count this as a verified big – A verified Bigfoot encounter? Yes. That's fine. Uh, I've actually I, I've only told a couple people about it. Uh, not because like I'm a I'm afraid I'm going to get laughed at because that doesn't bother me. If you know you saw something, then yeah. Just... Yeah, I mean it just I don't really think too much about it. Um, but One yeah, time. man, I believe in Bigfoot for sure. Yeah, it's just there's sometimes it is challenging to believe in Bigfoot, 
But the thing is, is there's, there's so many encounters, and I do believe some people are just full of shit. I think some people just want to be heard, and they just they have this crazy bullshit story about something that they saw one time, and or that they didn't see, or they have a friend who saw something, and then they act like they saw it too, or something, which is kind of interesting. Yeah. Um, and I think that the same thing applies for aliens, but um, but yeah, man. Bigfoot. We'll get But Bigfoot, Bigfoot for sure, I believe in. I see a lot of, uh, there's a lot of encounters on the East Coast more. No, 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 no. Okay. There's a lot more on the West Coast. What, in California, like Washington, Oregon? Yep. That's exactly where they are. And then uh, there's actually a lot in Florida, but honestly, I don't know if I believe that. Yeah, Florida, yeah, dude, Florida is. But, oh. in the, but the thing is, in the swamplands, like over there in like the true swamps, it's getting run and overtaken by pythons and anacondas. Uh, because when the hurricane hit and mm-hmm. all of them, you know, so they're they're decimating the populations out there. Yeah. Um, huh. So I don't. I think a Bigfoot would probably get his ass kicked out there, man. Oh no, Bigfoot would kick somebody's ass. You don't think five, oh. fifteen foot pythons? Oh yeah, hell man. no, absolutely not, dude. I'd see. I'd, Have you ever I, I, seen King Kong, man? Like imagine like those slugs, but it's not King Kong. Did you it's see King Kong little... whoop the shit out of an octopus King, or a squid, whatever octopus? it is? See, man, this this argument's invalid. You don't even. I don't remember him fighting an octopus. He didn't, didn't he? wait, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, in the yeah middle of that water. and then he started eating out. Ah, yeah, I'm telling you, I feel like a dick, man. Yeah, that yeah, you happen. should. Um, you know, okay, let's, but anyways, so Bigfoot, we're gonna get to this real quick. So, a lot of people are like, oh, you know, we have these expeditions where people take us out on these Bigfoot hunts, we never see anything. One thing is, is it's people are getting paid to take you out and they want to keep you strong and they want to hype you up and say, oh, yeah, we saw this, this, this time or whatever, right. So they're getting paid, and they take you to these bullshit locations. And also, a big portion of the Bigfoot, like uh, the Bigfoot people who want to go out and find them and stuff, a lot of them are just bullshitters. Um, and another thing is, is people always wonder, well, how come they're never found on trail cams? You know, there's thousands of them out there. And I think that pe- that human beings get wrapped up in this mindset of what we understand, and possibly, you know, and it's possible, is that this being does actually exist, except for it has this heightened sense. What if it is something that could sense a camera? What if it is something that could sense it being seen or looked at? Um, what if? Uh, I have seen some compelling like videos. I saw this one not too long ago, uh, and you know everything could be fake. It could be edited, you know. But this, I even showed Carol Ann. But this Bigfoot was in the middle of that swamp, and he was like hacking at this tree, and he was legit like eight foot tall, and he was hitting this tree, and he picked up this log that was huge snapped it in half, slammed it up against the tree, and broke the log, like, freakish strength, and took off. Um, I do think that there are are a good bit of bullshit videos, Um, but to imply that Bigfoot isn't real is understandable, but also that's implying that you're the knower of all things, and we just, we haven't even, we've explored a small amount of earth true well we explored a good bit of it but we've there's a lot of there's a lot of things that we also don't understand we don't know yeah um, we've only uh, we've only explored the ocean five uh, percent of the entire ocean really I can know yeah, I believe that. so there's uh, there's all the talk about like crazy giant you know sharks down there and stuff and there was a video that actually got released um, but it is a known species that's down there but this thing was Freaking huge. massive. I think I remember seeing that. Yeah. Have you seen those huge squids that yes, are down there? Oh, Honestly, I would rather run into a shark than a squid. Um, yeah, because I'm absolutely. Dude, yeah, I mean, because it's like you could kind of do something with a shark, but you come up with a squid that's the size of a school bus 
and those he wraps a kill, tentacle. Those oh, things yeah. kill massive, massive fish. Yeah, that's how they eat. That's they're what powerful, they man. So, and they're but for them to get that big, it makes you think. Well, what are they eating down there? And yeah, for me, and you talk yeah. about the Mariana's well, then, then you can also think about there's also a massive amount of food supply down there. So they could they may they, they may be eating something relative their, to their size and yeah. slowly getting bigger, or they're just eating a lot of little things. I just I don't know. I I personally believe that there is a there's got to be something just oh, absolutely. massive down there that just truly just is so big it can't even swim up anymore. It's just lurking on the bottom. Maybe maybe yeah. I mean what's that uh oh, what's that little old Greg? What is Greg? You don't know old Greg? Oh, uh, or VCO? VCO? Nah, uh, old Greg off of that like British TV show with the old with Greg seaweed in his face. No, uh uh-uh. uh. Oh, it's like something you do. What you doing in these waters? <laughs> You've never seen. Uh-uh. Okay, okay. <laughs> no, no, tell me about it. I, I can't tell you a lot about them. I just know what I've seen online. Oh, okay, yeah. So. <laughs> it was just a TV show. What do I know about old Greg? Um, um, so, besides the ocean man, you want to talk about. Uh, you want to talk about UFOs? Yeah, man. Um, so, the sure. Navy. Yeah, the Navy. Oh, one. yeah, the Pentagon just verified. Well, yeah, so they verified one a while ago. It was the one, and I, I hate to constantly bring up Joe Rogan, but off of his podcast, remember he talked about the guy, uh, he was talking Bob with the Navy, uh, the Navy oh, okay. pilot uh, oh, okay. that actually recorded the little Tic Tac thing, and they, he got his camera to, to follow it. So oh, these yeah, things gotcha. Happen. But what's crazy is, is we have multiple videos now showing them diving into the water, these little Tic Tac Yeah, things. I saw that. So it, you know, it, it, aliens are just wild, man. Like, uh, it's it's one of those things where, again, you can't say that it doesn't exist, but you can't say it does exist. But also, what is this? What is this that we're dealing with? And uh, an interesting, there's a couple of interesting theories that come that come up about aliens. Like, uh, uh, are they actually just sort of a, a like technologically advanced species that um, uh, comes here to survey us? Um, are they old humans? So there's a theory that humans didn't originate from Earth and that we were like started off somewhere else, I don't know, some other solar system, right? And we got super advanced, we came here, and throughout many generations we just lost track of ourselves. And now the old humans are studying the new humans. Uh, just a bunch of different crazy ass theories. Um, have you ever heard of Bob Lazar? Uh, I have heard the name. That is a pretty yeah crazy. Yeah, I don't. I believe him, um, because a lot of his evidence is pretty well backed. Especially whenever he came up with that element that wasn't discovered yet, and he told him, he told everybody in the community, "Hey, what this was is that element." Fifty six. I don't know. I couldn't tell you. Um, but he uh, he pre- he said that he while he was at Area Fifty One, that he came across a uh, I believe three three or five. Uh, alien ships, right? So what what he did was is he, he was in charge of studying them and how to fly them and uh, how to uh, re-engineer their technology, reverse engineer it, so we could learn how it worked. And he had came came across um, an element that hadn't been discovered yet that they were atomic using for fuel. Atomic number one one five one fifteen. Okay, atomic one fifteen. Um, and yeah, it wasn't even a thing back then. And then they discovered it more recently. And which is kind of strange that he predicted that they would discover this before they discovered it. And they're figuring out a way to use it as a fuel. They figured out a way to create it, but it's so unstable that essentially it pops up and it's gone. Um, so they need to figure out a way to stabilize it. I think it's crazy to think uh, 
for people that don't think anything is out there, I think when you talk about space, they talk about how space never ends. So that's when it brings in the parallel uh, theory, where basically um, there are so many, if it truly is infinite, then that means all realities have to be possible. That so means, you're saying that there's like a reality where we'd be sitting here as toaster ovens? 100%. It's a Rick and Morty episode. Well, I mean, but if you really think about it, no, absolutely. we're not going to, but you know what? If it's infinite, then that means that, you know, I, instead of... Then possibilities at, are infinite. Then possibilities have to be infinite because they're endless um, so that's kind of a crazy thing to think about um, I do like the idea that like maybe it's old humans like surveying us and stuff like that maybe that's why they can be in our civilization that would be a pretty neat idea yeah but I don't know uh, for for the name what do you think about aliens I mean I think they're real I don't know if it's necessarily these lizard people or you know the gray or the brown have you ever seen a UFO um, not personally, no. I cannot say that I've actually seen a UFO. See, I spend a decent amount of time outdoors, and I've seen some things that I can't really put my fingers on. Um, it's For just, me, I know we have a lot of satellites now up in the sky. Yeah, so but even, I don't know. Once you figure out what satellites are and the pattern that they move and the fact that they don't have blinking lights and the lights are actually constantly on well, even you if, see a trace across the sky, I think that uh, I've seen a couple of things that just don't make sense um, that are a little too quick. Um, that are a little strange in the way that they move. It's definitely strange. Yeah. What do you think? Um, you know, for the Navy to release videos of these little tic-tac-shaped ships and for them to say they are unidentified flying objects. Yeah. That is, I mean, right, literally right there, that kind of is explaining it. But also, uh, you know, that could always be the government. That could always be a different government, you know, secret, you know, technology. Because we have a lot of technology in the military that is not released yet. Um I think that's pretty obvious, you know. Yeah. So it is kind of, you know, whether we think it's aliens or not, but what I think is crazy is they're always spotted over the ocean. They're always spotted over the ocean, and then always. they dive into the water. That's where all these videos. Hmm. I thought I saw one over the, over a city. Have you have you heard one about of the, the Tic Tac ones? Yeah. The ones just released? I thought they were over the ocean. The okay, video maybe. I saw. maybe. Um, I mean, I haven't done a whole lot of digging into it. But no, I definitely think it's strange. Um, especially at the speed that they move. Definitely wild. Yeah, it uh, it makes you think about what life is, you know? It really makes you think about how, I don't know. What how do you think the public would react if, we, if they encountered aliens? Like, like you know, a massive amount of people. I think everybody's so tied into their phone, I don't think it's going to cause any different. Oh, but, absolutely, it would cause something different. I, I, yeah, we're going to have different stuff in stores and stuff. We're going to have, like, save the aliens. It's going to be, like, a, a change in, you know, what we're posting online. But you if think the government's ever encountered aliens? Absolutely. You think so? Absolutely. But also, I don't look at it like a alien, if it were to come down, and it's going to talk to, like, the military. Obviously, that would be an alien race that wants to take over and run what we're doing. You know what I mean? I don't know. I think if they're just surveying and stuff like that, they're not going to want to go to the military. They would yeah, I don't know. I have no clue. Man, aliens are a trip. For all I know, you could be an alien, man. I know uh, one guy that I actually believe is an alien is uh, Cartier Johnson. Oh, dude, that I dude's mean, totally an alien. Yeah, he is He is a un, I don't know, uncanny human being. He know? is. Uh, there's, I mean, that dude, if there was ever a human alien, he's a human alien. Well, he's a fantastic guy. Fantastic <laughs> yeah, guy. Yeah, he is. He's a good dude. Um, need to check and see if he got a new car. Yeah, yeah, he did. We got the Mustang. Yeah. He's rolling in the Mustang now. He's a... Uh, nice Mustang. He asked me if I wanted to buy it the other day. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, hey, Bentley, uh, I want to buy a new car. You want to buy one? <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Yeah, man. Have you, uh, so I know we talked about it the last time. Have you, have you done anything about 9-11? 9-11? Yeah, a little bit. I mean, just not, not anything big. Um, I'll be honest with you. I don't really think a lot of this stuff is going to be anything where we're going to figure it out individually. Um, if the government wants us to know it, then it'll be released. Uh, or somebody would have to hack in and figure something out. But, you know, it's been almost two decades, right? And nothing. You know, there's really no traction. It's still just theories. So, you know, and I'm not discounting the fact that it could be real or it could be a conspiracy or it could be the government or it could be other governments. It's just like, I don't know. It seems so challenging to be able to find a clear answer that, I know I can't figure it out on my own. Yeah, so there's no sense in me like spending a whole lot of but time. But it's always good to have a little bit of speculation of what no, absolutely. did happen. Because it it's definitely sense. strange. You know, Building 7, the way that it fell, I would definitely be inclined to say like we did the other day. Even though I was playing devil's advocate a little bit, I think that it could be a controlled dem- demolition for sure. It makes you think well, yeah, absolutely. You know, what the government's actually uh, capable of doing. But something well, that, you know, uh, and, and here's another thing is people continually think, oh, it's the U.S. government. It could have been the U.S. government. Well, what if another government had been in there? They allowed civilians inside uh, those buildings. You know, what if it could have been a janitorial service and somebody from an inn and another government came in and as he's cleaning while nobody's there, sort of putting devices inside the support structures, you know, and it may have taken him years, but him or her, it could have taken them years, but it would have happened or it could have happened. So I don't know if it, if, if it was our government, but I definitely say that there was something at play. Who knows? It could have been some rogue person um, that was in cahoots. Yeah, I remember hearing some pretty cool stories about uh, like the year leading up to when it happened, how uh, there was construction going on starting from the parking garage and they worked up each floor mm-hmm. and they would close off a floor at a time. Like I've as they were working on it. So, uh, so with that, that does kind of make you think, you know, like if that was part of that demolition, but I I think without a doubt, I think just watching the way the buildings fell, I think it's easy to see that something, something is something else is at play. Of course, uh, you look at the Las Vegas uh, shooting that happened, something odd is at play there as well. Um, the, awesome. the pictures of the, uh, the corpse and everything, the way that it was positioned. The uh, corpse? Yes, the, do you remember the Las Vegas shooting yeah, yeah. Uh, at the concert? Yeah, well, he shot from uh, the hotel? Yes, from the window. Um, the way that was like, it was not ending. Like that would have been, literally he had to have nonstop just kept firing rounds, which means he would have been having to throw ARs down, literally keep firing. Um, well, he did have a lot of guns up there. He, he had a lot of guns, but in the pictures there are no guns. There's no rounds on the floor like there should be. It's wild. Hmm. Like it's actually really crazy. Um, and also for like the, uh, the sound of the actual shooting that does not line up with the weapons that they found in there and then on top of that uh, his brother ended up uh, what did they catch him on he ended up getting caught up and getting a shit ton of years because he had uh, it was like child sex child porn uh, on his computer child pornography and all mm-hmm. sorts of bad shit like terabytes worth of it um, and then his house and, or it was his house or the guy who actually was the shooter their house burned down really so it's just there's a lot of weird things at play there, and a lot of there's never been a motive. Nobody talks about it. What happened with it? Um, nobody talks about nine eleven. Nobody talks about Epstein anymore. Hmm. And that's a pretty crazy topic as well. Yeah, Ep- still, I mean, Epstein for sure didn't fucking kill himself. Well, also the thing you have to think about is for the media not to talk about that. That clearly shows it's like we are 
not worried about getting to the bottom of what's actually happening. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? We were lucky enough to be told about Epstein. I think that's, you know, we really Yeah, are you know, between know. the cameras getting shut off and yeah. now the guard, the guards are being indicted on charges. Um, but also that could have been just those two officers, those two guards really could have just been like, this guy is an absolute piece of shit. Um, somebody came in there and obviously was, you know, or even he was yeah, like... Yeah, yeah you know, I, I get it. I, I get I get that, but there was just... I don't know. Think about all of the autopsy photos we've ever seen. We've seen one of every dead celebrity, every single dead government official. They always get leaked. We have not seen an actual photo of Epstein after he was killed. Not one single one was released. I thought I've seen one before. Nope. Let's see. Let's try and pull one up. You guys seen any Epstein photos? Any of our listeners? That's okay. You should be used to that by now. Epstein dead photo. That's the weird looking son. Man. Uh, That's not him. What do you say? That ain't him. I don't know. Whatever. The dude's a loser. Um, he was tied to a lot of government officials too. A lot of... Uh, Hold on. Look at the nose. It's sharper. That one. There's no way. Who knows? They could have faked it uh, and snuck Epstein out the back door, and he's now chilling on that island. Yeah. It is. It's It's crazy that he was able to operate for so long. And having a huge book with all of these clients, all of these people, he was filmed with Donald Trump, Bill Clinton, ne- like never-ending list of celebrities, CEOs. Yeah. And people knew what he did. And maybe they didn't. You know, Isn't um, Pizzagate tied into this? Yes, the the uh, the pizza shop owner where they um, what they had messages for hot dogs and yeah, hamburgers. Yeah, it was like, it was it was like code name for types of children. Yep, That's and that brings another thing up the uh, the adrenochrome, um, and so basically what they're uh, what they're speculating, and I think so adrenochrome uh, is actually it's a chemical compound with the molecular formula uh, you know C nine H nine N O three. Ah, yeah, C nine H nine O three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you haven't heard about character. that. But what that uh, what that uh, chemical compound is actually done by is it's oxidation of adrenaline. So when you think about it, that is a chemical. Is that the little kids? Yes. Little so, kids this, so this has to do with the little kids, man. So what uh, what has been being speculated and talked about uh, is basically this um, this chemical compound is found in these children's brain in like a very very um, just thick substance in a very full amount. Okay. So basically what they're doing, uh, the speculation is that they're raping, they're torturing um, with human trafficking, everything you think about with that. Um, so basically you have a large list of celebrities and a lot of these uh, government individuals that have been using this uh, adrenochrome. But what the problem is, is it's where does it come from? Children. It comes from the human's brain. Okay. And it's in very toxic amounts. Not toxic amounts, but very uh, full amounts. Okay. In the brain. Uh, and there were actually several small-scale studies, in Q, uh, including 15 or fewer uh, subjects, and this was back in the 50s and 60s. Um, and basically what these, what these test studies uh, resulted in was uh, basically they came out and they said what uh, adrenochrome does is it triggers a psychotic reaction uh, such as thought disorder, derealization, and euphoria. A psychotic or psychoactive? Psychotic. Really? Psychotic reactions uh, along with uh, thought disorders, derealization, and euphoria. So we, we, so, so like what you're saying is is that they're terrifying these children to where they they release these this chemical, they're extracting it from their body and putting it in themselves. That is that's what the speculation really? is. Yes, that's really interesting. Now, what's the evidence that backs this, or is it just somebody who just 
said, hey, this is what I think might be happening. Um, well, it's actually... Which I'm not saying it's not true no, no, just no, no, because no. there's not evidence. I'm just saying that... Um, so Adrenochrome is actually... It, it's a 2018 uh, independent film also. So it has a film behind it. Uh, but it has also been featured in a variety of conspiracy theories such as QAnon and Pizzagate. So okay. Adrenochrome is heavily talked about in Pizzagate as well as QAnon. Okay. Uh, QAnon discusses it. So it is... See, I have a hard time finding a lot of QAnon stuff. Um, well, I think it is a little bit hidden out there, but I think if you go on Reddit and you go on certain different uh, apps that are out there, there aren't a lot of different like uh, community chats and stuff like that okay. where it's pushing out YouTube as well. Um, a lot of people are you know posting what's on there. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it is very interesting, man, and it's very evil. And um, so you think that that ties in with Epstein and what he was doing? Absolutely, hands down. So obviously, I mean, you look at human trafficking, and I think there's a lot more than just sex. I think you're talking about organs. You're talking about oh, obviously yeah, that's a whole other side of things but that is a major thing um you know a lot of them are just being raped and brutally murdered they're being kidnapped you never ever see them again um it's Mm -hmm. i don't know i think once you start diving into like human trafficking i think you have somebody that is evil and you know that's at the head of it yeah i mean well you're talking about the head of it i think to have somebody that's evil enough to actually you know to buy a human being uh you know for sex and torture and stuff like that i think that individuals wouldn't think twice about selling organs oh yeah absolutely you know if you're at the point where you could just take a little kid and do whatever you want with them then you have and we have a certified james bond villain that literally did nothing but that and had his own fucking island he had his own island Mm -hmm. bro this man he was seen with all of these government officials, photos with everybody. Donald Trump, for God's sake, and back in 2002, Donald Trump, uh, Donald Trump talked about how good of a guy he was. He was a terrific guy. Terrific. Are you, are, is your implication that, uh, or inferring that Donald Trump knows about it? Uh, absolutely not. I'm not going to okay. get into that. I do not want people, you know, pointing fingers saying, oh, they're hating on Donald Trump. This is, we're not, I'm not taking a stance on that. I don't, I, I have no speculation. I don't I mean, know because anything. maybe maybe you know I'm I'm not saying Donald Trump is or isn't involved because I have no fucking clue, but um, I'm not saying any politician is or isn't involved or any celebrity is or isn't involved. But it would make sense on a um, social standpoint Absolutely. that if you were to be doing these evil things, to also have people around you who are in power, but they also don't know about it, so that it makes you look like you're a legitimate person not doing evil things. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. Kind, kind of like a camouflage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Hiding in plain sight. I, I think, too, when you go into this, I mean, obviously with drugs, you have government uh, involved with a lot of different drug things that have gone on. Um, I think it kind of brings up, obviously, they're going to be in some sort of shady side deal with this. They're going to have to know what's going on. They obviously know what's going on, but obviously you need to build a case before you go and actually, you know, really connect somebody to a crime, okay. especially with that high up, because you're going to have media attention and all that. That's why it took yeah, so long to get Yeah, unfortunately, we couldn't, we can't press anything on him now. He's gone. He's gone. Well, that's what they say. The autopsy photos, yeah. they don't match up, man. The ears are completely different. He is not the same person. So, so you're we saying that there's a possibility that, that they have a doppelganger essentially who came in there he was dead they took the real Epstein snuck him out the back door and he's you know chilling in Cuba right now I mean I think he kept quiet he didn't give up a single person when he could have he could have destroyed he could have literally uprooted like civilization as we know it right now because so many people would have been thrown under the bus and would have been come out uh, you know as basically predators Mm -hmm. as child sex fucking predators man and you're talking about government officials. What do you think that? What do you think should happen with people who uh, do violent acts against children, sexually and physically? I, I, 
it's a touchy subject, man. Uh, you obviously are bringing in, you know, the, the death penalty and stuff like that. Is that into play? Um, I think it depends on how heinous it is. See, I, I think the long-lasting psychological psychological effects is a lot deeper than any physical effects that could take place. And you're affecting a child's development. Um, I think that you should be hung up in the streets. You know, I think that if we started going back to public executions, especially for crimes like that, uh, terrorism, uh, like legitimate terrorism. But something that also goes along with that, Drake, is uh, mental, like, handicap, basically. Thinking about, like, some form of, like, mental uh, retardation and stuff like that. What do you mean? I mean, for someone someone to have something wrong with their brain, the wiring is wrong. Are you talking about the children, or are you talking about the adults? The adults. I'm saying some, like, some... Well, absolutely, but that's implying that that anything anybody does that's wrong, they know about it. You know, I guess that's more of a question. What what with you saying they deserve to be hung in the streets? I'm saying if yeah, that absolutely. individual had a castration, man. Um, you know, if you, if you're out, if again, it comes down to being a responsible citizen. If we're not making an example of people, now they should have the right to due process. They should be found guilty or innocent first, because there's also a lot of things that, that take place where somebody is accused and they actually end up being innocent. Yeah. And that happens a lot, actually. But, um, you know, whenever you violate a child, I, I think that, you know, you should be hung up in the streets um, because you're affecting the future in a generation. And you need to think about that. The impacts are way, way deeper than what people see on the surface. Yeah. Um, yeah it's actually I mean, pretty crazy. Have you ever done the, uh, the registered sex offender, like, lookup? Yeah, there's a couple you? right down the road from us. Yeah, it's, it makes you think. But it... What's kind of scary, though, too, is getting on that subject. You do start looking at it. Um, there's a lot of, like, people that get put on that at, like, 18 years old because they're, you know, sexting a 17-year-old. Yeah, like, that's a really com- – we were actually just having this discussion not too long ago, me and Caroline. It's a really complicated situation because, you know, it depends on how you interpret the law and you read the law because it, it, the key word is knowingly have contact with an underage person. That's usually what the law reads. And – Usually, uh, people don't knowingly like th- these girls these days, man. They'll get on Tinder and they'll pose as uh, as nineteen, twenty year olds whenever they're like sixteen, fifteen, sixteen years old. And you know, I know that a lot of us aren't in the dating, or some of us aren't in the dating scene anymore. But some of us are. Th- those who are will tell you, like those teenagers are spiteful, and uh, they're lying about their age intentionally. Um, so, you know, it's a real slippery slope because there was a case just a couple of weeks ago where a case got dismissed because uh, the girl filed a sexual assault claim on him, uh, ended up the allegation wasn't true, but they ended up coming back to him because she was 16 or something like that. And he was like 18 or 19, but he was, she told him at first, and you can see it on the messages, that she was telling him that, he, that she was 18, 19 years old, right? And she looked every bit of it. You know, um, so it's just, dude, Tinder, uh, social media, man, it's dangerous. It is dangerous because, you know, you could see somebody that you think is of age and they could tell you that they're of age, but in actuality, they're not. Yeah. Real slippery slope, man. And, and, you know, that's why modern laws need to reflect that is a lot of them don't date, uh, a lot of them don't meet the current system that we're dealing with yeah that is very true you know they don't a lot of them just aren't built around the technology that we have and by that i mean you know somebody getting on there and saying that they're 15 or saying that they're 18 19 20 years old whenever they're 15 16 17 years old and someone is unknowingly committing a crime um you know that's you could ruin somebody's life i think what needs to be uh definitely heavily more looked at too is the uh, false rape 
claims. Oh, absolutely. Uh, you have it happening with athletes all the time. You have it happening, especially with like rising college stars and all that stuff. Uh, the biggest ones you we saw about. that with Donald Trump. You saw it with Donald Trump. Yeah, what's yeah. happening is these these women are just looking for media. They're looking for they get a kick out of. I don't know if they're looking at it from a we're going to ruin this person's you know life, but the thing is for them, it's their quick five minutes of fame. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. They get money out of it. They get five minutes of fame. Don't have to work a day again in their life or just. You know, and, and there's these slam campaigns, and this is where, as much as I don't like Joe Biden as a person, I think he's a really creepy guy. I think he's really strange, um, and I do think he has some mental health issues, dementia and stuff like that, um, early onset dementia. Um, I think that we need to stop prejudging. You know, people were all over Trump. Sure, he said grab him by the pussy, and he probably shouldn't have said that. But regardless of whatever, you know, women want to think or Men want to think that is just how guys talk. Um, that it is. It's classic locker room talk. But yeah, it, it was odd how he he did say it. You know, you just gotta just gotta grab her by the pussy. That's yeah. a, that's a, it is an odd no, thing. No, no, absolutely. So that does show an aggressive characteristic. Well, no, I mean, I wouldn't say it shows an aggressive characteristic. I would say that it just shows a guy that's having another conversation with a guy about a woman that he doesn't necessarily. No, respect. that is the action that took place. But to have if me and you were talking in the locker room. I can base how people's attitudes are and how they are as a person yeah. based on how they speak. If I'm in a locker room with a group of five guys and one of the guys I'm talking to says, you know, I get laid all the time and they're beautiful, they're young, all you got to do is just grab them by the pussy. I'm going to look at that and say, ah, bro, that, that's, that's kind of creepy. That's a little odd. But yeah, but I mean, you're taking it from a point to where you're saying that you don't know this guy and you're just hearing this conversation. Obviously, the person that he was speaking with was somebody that he knew. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, the comfortability of the of the individuals comes into play, um, and he was being unknowingly recorded. Um, you know, uh, I don't. I'm not saying that he was right. I'm not saying he was wrong. But I think that people they want to be offended, and so they're like, oh, oh, "Oh, man, he said this about." I'm women. not saying he needs to be freaking hung up. Yeah, no the Raptors. Because yeah, no, this is something. Yes, you. This is the amazing thing about having our our rights. You can speak however the hell you want to speak. It does not mean that you have to get upset. It is up to each individual person for them to get upset at what they're going to get upset about. You can just as easily say, you know what? It's actually not a big deal. Yeah, he's an idiot, but, you know, it's not a big deal. You can just kind of let things roll. A lot of people aren't letting that yeah, happen. See, you know, and, and that's my thing. I don't think he's an idiot either for saying what he said. I mean, I, I think he's just a guy that was having yeah, a conversation. That doesn't, make, that doesn't make him an idiot. He's still a businessman. He's still, yeah. you know, the largest freaking real estate tycoon in the face of this planet. Like, he... He is a freak of you know business. Obviously, he was inherited into it, but um, nonetheless, a great businessman. Yeah, really absolutely. There's a reason he won a presidential campaign. But well, I mean, we didn't really have strong candidates in 2016 to begin with. We had no. a bunch of idiots running. God, can you imagine Hillary Clinton? You know, uh, that, can you imagine the pantsuits we would have to see every oh time? Oh my god, she gets it'd be like a, a white Kim Jong Un. Oh god, running around with pantsuits on. That, oh man, that's yeah, something to think about. What a trip. Yeah, I'm glad she didn't get in office. Uh, you know, and, and the thing is, it's not because she's a woman. It's not because she is who she is. It's not because she's a Democrat. It's just because she's not suited for it. She's a liar, and she's proven to be a liar. Um, she switch, she swaps back and forth between her political beliefs. Nothing is really rooted. She just says whatever it is that she has to say to get elected. She's a puppet. Yeah, absolutely. She's always been a puppet. Um, and she is also a puppet master. She controls a lot underneath her, and she is very, very powerful. Mm -hmm. And I'm just really fortunate that she doesn't sit in the White House. Um, and hold that position of office. You know, I, I, I'd love to see a woman in office. I have no issue with that. You know, a lot of people are, are like, oh, no, you know, a woman can't handle it. They're too impulsive. Look, I don't give a fuck about none of that, okay? Uh, as I don't care if you're a man or you're a woman. As long as you can do the job responsibly, that's all I'm looking for. You know, if, if you have 
a sound beliefs and you make sense, why not? Why not? Yeah. You know, uh, if you're going to think, I think that we're sense. moving, we're moving past an age of sexism. I think we are as well. Um, and which is a good thing. Um, you know, I, so I don't care that she's a woman. I just, she's definitely not suited to be in the position. She's not sp- suited to be in any political environment. She's just batshit fucking crazy. Yeah. Um, but yeah. I'm excited to see, uh, you know, where, where we're going to go. And but, I, imagining where we're going to, who's going to be elected in like 10 years. I think, I think what's cool about Trump becoming president uh, is in our generation, obviously back then you had Ronald Reagan. He was an actor. Mm-hmm. Um, as an actor, we didn't see him as an actor, though. We saw him as a president. So something to think about is with, with us seeing Trump get uh, elected into the, you know, the presidential race, it's really exciting to see because now it kind of makes you feel like really anybody can run. Absolutely. It, it opens up this new mindset. That's why you had The Rock uh, talking about how he was going to run for president. You had a lot of these. Well, I like, I like The Rock a lot, but I don't know how he'd be as a president. He doesn't voice his political beliefs. I mean, I think, it, and that's, that's another thing that people need to get off of. It's just because somebody's a good person and just because somebody, you know, you like how they are in movies. Okay. It's an influencer mindset. Yeah, get, it's like, get well, fucked. That doesn't mean that you're going to be a good president. Mm-hmm. You know, I'd love to meet The Rock. I think he's a cool dude, but at the end of the day, he doesn't voice his political beliefs. He's essentially just going off of his popularity. Same thing with Kanye West. I like Kanye. Uh, I think he's a little bit of a nutcase, but I like him. Um, but I would never vote for the guy. No, not he's not only is he too unstable, but he doesn't speak about his political beliefs, and he's just going off of his popularity. Yeah. You know, people need to stop judging people based off the color of their skin um, and start judging them, like Martin Luther King said, the character of who they are. Um, you know, because some people will vote based off of whether they think they're cute or not, you know, and that's just so stupid, you know, but I, who am I to tell you what to base your vote off of, you know, some are more legitimate than others though. I just wonder when that, that kind of age of independence is going to come, you know what I mean? When there's really just a, uh, nobody's really worried about what color you are anymore. Nobody It'd be cool if we didn't have a president at all and they just let us do whatever we needed to do. Well, I think that's. That obviously would not work. I mean, it's just, I wouldn't say obviously it wouldn't work. I just think that we're not in a position in humanity to be able to think, be self-sufficient like that. Well, what about just general leadership? You don't think there needs oh, to be... Oh, absolutely. I'd say that there would need to be a leader, but I mean, I just kind of think it's arbitrary that we have... I think... A, I, I, I think that we have a, to have a single head to speak That's for insane. a whole country. I mean, we if, 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 only we could ha- if only we could have a group of people that we voted for uh, all on equal playing fields and they had to come up with unanimous decisions based off of people of what the people were speaking on, uh, which is sort of like the Electoral College. But maybe we had 10 presidents, you know? Or maybe we had no president, you know? Um, I don't know. We're just brainstorming right now. Yeah, no, you took the took my thought for sure. Um, yeah, the council is definitely the way I would go with that as well. Yeah. Leaving one person up to make decisions for a nation. That's... Yeah. It's idiotic. And obviously, I think it's an outdated when you're talking about a population that is, you know, what... Hundred times larger, if not way more. Yeah, uh, I don't know. That just seems a little seems a little off to me. Yeah, it'd be cool if we could just make our own decisions, have a lot less laws. Did you know that I was doing research on this? Did you know that uh, the average person breaks makes uh, three felonies a day? Really? Yeah, because there's so many laws out there. See, that's insane. It's a, it's crazy, you know, and. I, have a, I had a good idea that, um, and I know a lot of people have also said this too, you know, in the Bible, every seven years, it's a new page in life. You know what I mean? Um, and it says that in the Bible that every, I don't know the exact word, but um, every seven years, it's like a new you. 
um, you get a chance to like reevaluate yourself and re-engineer who you are and take life lessons and stuff like that, right? What about every 70 years? Because obviously generations change, technology is changing our environment. Why don't we have? Why don't we get a committee together to reevaluate all the previous laws? We do it every 70 years, every couple of generations. We take a look at it and see what applies and what doesn't apply. Um, I think that that's something that would be really beneficial because we're so bogged down by laws and just bullshit, things that we can and can't do. Um, you know, I think it needs to be reevaluated. There's a lot of old laws that don't even apply anymore, but yeah. the government uses in very rare circumstances just to get whatever they want out of somebody. Yeah, and then generally that's going to come down to a financial gain. And then, you know, just being able to find you and stuff like that, spend a week in jail, pay 350 bucks, and there you go. <laughs> Green go. Yeah. But, uh, That'd be cool if they did that. Be really beneficial. Because uh, there's just a lot of stupid ass laws, stupid laws that just don't need to be in existence. Well, there is, and I think what it does is it really sends a message of, you know, law enforcement is not for us. It kind of makes it because then you, you know, obviously they're the the first and foremost ones that have to respond. So I think what that does is having to enforce these dumbass laws, um, and they have no choice. You know what I mean? That's their job. Yeah. Um, it, it hurts a little bit. I don't know. For them, I, I just feel bad for that. Yeah. Um, what else you got, dude? Man, I don't know. There's there's a million and one things that have gone within the government, within the world. Uh, you know, we got we got the Loch Ness Monster. We got the Chupacabra. Uh, I'd want have, to the Loch Ness Monster. It'd be game over for him. I just yeah. down there and whooped that ass. That's an old lake, man. Yeah, it is. Where it's at the lake it's in, it's yeah. like thousands of years old, man. Yeah. Very, very, very deep. Yeah. Absolutely. And what they say is the uh, old Nessie basically traveled through this crack and was over in that side of the lake for so long. And then, you know, when it just closed off, she was stuck there. And it's so deep down there, you know, they could survive. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I mean, it's, is it a possibility? Sure. But I think I think Nessie's real. I think she's swimming around. Yeah. Living her best life. Absolutely. I agree. You know, who knows? What about uh, what about Amelia Earhart? Do you believe that she's actually uh, Amelia Earhart? Who's that? What the the female pilot? Oh yeah, I was oh, thinking oh. Amelia Clark off of Game of Thrones. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, what do you uh, what do you think with that? You think she actually she went missing out there, or do you believe that photo? Uh, do you ever see that photo where she was uh, pictured in Japan Mm-mm. on the dock? Yeah. So they believe they're speculating that the Japanese actually captured her. Really? Yeah. And then she was never seen again. Then what happened to her? She's gone. She's missing. Nobody nobody knows. That's why it's such a mystery. Yeah. I mean, I have no clue. Uh, at, at the time where she was flying around, tensions were pretty high. Yeah. So, yeah. What do you think? Uh, honestly, I, I think she's probably captured. You think? I definitely I can think see that. that's, a, yeah, that's a good possibility. Or maybe she crashed. Or maybe she did crash, but there, there was a pretty compelling evidence. There was this photo uh, with her on a, on a dock and it was in Japan. Yeah, and it, it looks just like her uncanny, perfect timing as well. Uh, hmm. So it does open up, and a lot of you know history theorists and stuff like that they they actually believe that that's what had happened. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. That would suck. What else you got? Uh, what else do you got? What do I have? When's the last time you've been fishing? Oh, dude, I actually wanted to go get my fishing stuff today, um, but I didn't want to go up to Columbia, and I knew that we were going to be doing the podcast soon, so I've been waiting to call. Yeah. Um, my dad's actually down in, uh, I think he's either in Oklahoma somewhere doing some fishing, uh, maybe Kansas City, Missouri, I, I don't know. He's somewhere doing some fishing, but he sent me some cool pictures yesterday. Awesome. He goes out with his buddy Kevin, and 
they, they just murder fish, man. They just pull them in. Uh, they spend a week out there every year just doing their thing. Yeah, being but, able to escape like that is a really good feeling. Yeah, um, I, I, got a, I got a fishing kayak. I got the Catch 100, and uh, it's pretty awesome, man. I got my fishing equipment in the other room. I just don't have my kayak with me. Uh, when's the last time you went fishing? Uh, it's been a good while. I'm not going to lie. Um, I didn't fish too much in Hawaii. We went spear fishing more than we went actual fishing. Spear uh, fishing, that'd be cool. Yeah, it's awesome. Uh, fantastic. Almost died a few times. My buddy, uh, Aragona. Did he almost shoot you? Uh, no, no, just almost died with the, the currents and stuff like that. Just getting sucked getting up. Getting a scary, yeah. Uh, and then my boy Malik, too. Um, he's doing his, his thing, almost getting into the UFC. And, yeah, he, uh, we both got caught up on some rocks. They got our face smashed in, and uh, we were holding on for dear life. We barely made it out while Aragona was just... Just swimming along. It was like a dolphin. Oh, like a dolphin. He was a yeah. He's a. Was he a big swimmer? Oh, he's a monster. Yeah, really? he's he, he's he's a yeah. Um, I don't know. There's a yeah. There's a million one things, man. Yeah, man. Um, getting new guns recently. Ah, uh, I got a twelve gauge now. Yeah, I traded. Oh a, yeah, you got that cheap piece of shit. Yep, absolutely <laughs> made in Huntsville, Alabama. Well, it's yeah the the yeah. China. No, it's it, it says it's from I, yeah. It says it's from China. There. But it's the manufacturer is in Huntsville, Alabama. Yeah, Shout yeah, out yeah, Alabama. Yeah. We'll, we'll roll Tiger War Eagle because that one takes us. Um, yeah, man, I'd like to get I'd like to get a P ninety. Uh, I think that would be a sweet gun. I, I love your vector. I think yeah, I sort of say it'd be a good like a good matchup with the vector. Um, having a P ninety would be cool. Plus, they use that really rare round, the FN five seven, which is a small round. It's like a small version of a five five six or a two two three. It just has a lot of penetrating power. A lot of, Do they have uh, a lot of twenty-two P nineties? Is that a thing? Oh, I have no clue. I'm sure that I'm sure that that exists, but uh, that'd be pretty easy. I, well, I don't think that that exists. I don't think. Yeah, I don't think that a P ninety for uh, twenty-two exists. I think it's only five seven. What's the uh, Palmetto State Armory? Isn't that what it's called? Yeah. Hey, Palmetto State Armory is listening. Please make us a twenty-two uh, P ninety. We would be <laughs> really, really appreciate it. That would be pretty cool. It's just yeah. the P ninety is so complicated because it's a bullpup, and so that would probably be a really challenging take for them. Second, on, on top of that, they, they probably have to get the rights of uh, the patent rights uh, to be able to manufacture a P90 type weapon. Gotcha. You know what I mean? They'd have to just re-engineer it somehow. But uh, yeah, man. Um, phew, shit. Yeah. Do any hunting? Nah, man, I haven't, uh, I've done a hunting ever in my entire life. Where are we at? We're at one hour. Really? Yeah, we're already at an hour. What do you think? Um, well, about hunting, I've never been hunting in my life. I've been one time, man, and I threw a rock at my dad's head and about cracked his skull on accident. That is horrible. Yeah, so we were walking down a trail, um, and I was really young, so I had, like, a little, uh, fake, like, little air pump Mm -hmm. shotgun, uh, it was my little rifle, man, and I'm walking behind my, my dad in the middle and my grandpa's in front. And uh, we're hiking along this trail, hiking along this trail. And, man, we've been out there for so long. Um, and my little dumb ass was like, hey, I'm just going to throw this big fucking rock. And I grabbed it, and I threw it. I, I don't know why. I wasn't looking at my dad. I was looking, like, a little bit to his right. But when I threw it, it launched to the left. And I just watched this rock go, and it... Uh, it it's, Did you tell him that you threw it? Were you like, no, something just fell out of the tree. No, dude, no, like it, no, like it made, my dad told me it was making his ears ring, his, like, he lost his sight for a little bit, like, like, I, like, cracked him on the back of the skull. Really? Yeah, bro. I, remind me to never take you hunting. I mean, dude, I was, I was. I'll be sitting up in a tree and getting knocked out of it. Nah, I'm like six or seven years old. <laughs> How do you feel about hunting? 
Uh, it's an interesting subject, man, because I I have a special love for animals. Mm-hmm. I really do. Like I genuinely uh, like my my greatest dream in life is to have like a worldwide uh, animal rescue foundation. I would really love to get like an animal uh, like veterinarian. Like so you don't so you agree with hunting, but you kind of also disagree with it. I agree with hunting down to like the tribal aspect because um, when you look back at like Native Americans and stuff, they would. It's important to me that like with hunters and stuff like that, that like it's not just it's not just an animal. When mm-hmm. a lot of these hunters I see. They look at the animals like they're just literally just meat. They don't actually see a soul inside of that animal. So I think like treating the animal with mercy, if you're actually hunting, not trophy hunting, but actually hunting to fill your fridge, uh, mm-hmm. to feed your family, that that's, I'm cool with that, 100%. And I, and I see the spiritual side to that because obviously with life, there's also death. Um, mm-hmm. There's been hunting forever. You know what I mean? It's a, it's a natural way of life. So obviously it's not an evil thing, but I definitely... See, I, I, I completely agree with it. You know, um, I think that hunters are some of the best conservationists that exist. Um, you know, majority of the time, at 95, 98% of the time, these guys are out there hunting, and they're hunting to control the population so other species don't get ran out of business. So I think uh, that there's a lot of good that's done. Um, you know, and you can even ask Carol Ann this, is I have a huge spiritual side whenever it comes to an animal getting hurt. I intentionally don't even kill bugs. Completely agree with killing things, killing people if it needs to happen, killing animals. Absolutely. But uh, I also understand how sacred it is and that there's a lot more that goes into it besides just pulling a trigger. Um, now, with that being said, what is your arrow. views on the, uh, the meat markets? out there where you have a bunch of cows getting literally uh, tortured and pigs getting tortured well of course you know I disagree with the torture aspect of it but nonetheless is that we have to feed a society and so uh, unless everybody decides to start taking up arms and going out and hunting then that's just a necessary evil I do think that there needs to be regulations put in place and there needs to be closer monitoring of those sites because at the end of the day okay. we are dealing with our food source and there needs to be ethical killing so does that ever uh, I mean for me my, my memory not my memory but you know my, my brain starts kind of thinking uh, you have a lot of people talking about this kind of like artificial food and uh, you know okay. like the impossible burger and I mean you talk about it, like the, the plant based yeah. burger when it when it does come down to it it is honestly it's kind of interesting to think about yeah uh, the agree. fact that people really could be put onto a different perfectly good substance uh, that's a substitute that they would never know the difference I think that would be pretty well neat. and we're also but you also have to think of it from a couple of different as- avenues is that if we're pulling things from the ground what do who eats plants animals. So if we're pulling their source from the ground, and there will also yeah. But if we set, did this, we obviously with our farmland. Yeah, we, we would have crops have, as well. But which, then, yeah. yeah, but I, I'm I'm also thinking that in some way we would also be killing them. But I'm not necessarily talking about only plant-based food. There's a lot of artificial food okay. that I'm talking. See, about. I, don't, I don't care for artificial food. Uh, artificial food, I think, is poisoning the body. So what uh, about there's, if there's there so was an artificial if there was an artificial uh, burger that Bill Gates ended up whipping up, creating, and it, your body did not know the difference. Well, first thing is, is I don't care for Bill Gates to begin with. Uh, I don't, but the burger I, drink, um, I'm not talking about Bill Gates, because we, well, I think you we brought both it kind up. of agree. Uh, but the burger. The burger. Uh, what are we talking about? Artificial. Are you talking about as far as plant-based? Or? I mean, just a substitute, like a substitute that holds vitamins and minerals and all the fats and the protein and everything that you need out of a normal burger that you would get. Would I try it? Yeah, absolutely. Would you Would you be able to switch to that? Well, it's hard to say that I'd good. be. Well, see, we're, we're assuming that it would be good, and I would have to. I would have to try it first. Um, now, if it was good and it actually gave me what it is that I wanted, um, absolutely. Uh, 
so that could end a lot of the slaughtering that is happening. Yeah, it's, absolutely. And I also think that as a society that. as a whole, we're very gluttonous. I think that we uh, we we overeat and we consume way more than what we need to. That's all. That's why we have an obesity problem in the country. Is because people don't know when to quit, um, and that's a huge problem. Um, you know, we would be able to save lives if Americans. Well, it, Americans are fat, but you know, you go to a lot of other countries, and there's a lot of fat people there too. But uh, you know, if people would just learn how to control themselves, uh, but unfortunately, we live in a society where everything's on demand and everything's immediate, and we feel till we're full, and then we keep on eating past that. Um, you know, it's all about moderation. Absolutely, you got to learn to be moderate because if you don't, you're just killing yourself and you're wasting things. It sucks that we're uh, something that I'm pretty envious, you know, of uh, like the Japanese cultures and stuff like that is the uh, you know just like rice and and hot tea and the things that they eat with sushi and stuff. It's all very healthy. Um, they eat in very good moderation, and there's always more discipline mm-hmm. to actual eating. And with us, it's like you know, give me that extra extra double stack barbecue, you know. Fucking burger. Well, it's just the, crazy to see. I, I agree. I agree. Um, but the Japanese people are smaller people, anyways, so they consume a lot less. Uh, they're considerably smaller. Um, but I mean, at the same time, sorry about that uh, noise, guys. I have a jet outside uh, the house right now that's flying around. Yeah, you can pick him up over the headphones. I don't hear him over here though. Um, so. The, yeah, but the Japanese people are, are smaller people. Well, they are smaller people, but at the same time, we also don't need to. Eat. You just said it yourself. Yeah, we have absolutely. an obesity problem, so we have an overeating mm-hmm. issue. Uh, so with that, I think it would be nice to be have a more disciplined, structured, 100%. you know, uh, upbringing as a culture itself. You know what I mean? Because yeah. I don't know, we're not really taught anymore about having you know uh, American pride. We're not talking, you know, nobody, nobody's really. It's almost embarrassing to you know have true American pride nowadays, mm-hmm. and it's kind of an odd thing. Don't you think that's a little bit? Do you uh, feel I've that? Never, at all? I've never felt uh, an embarrassment to true American pride, and I've never really seen it because I think that. People generally feel proud based off of their realm of America. So, like the West Coast has a different type of American pride. Um, uh, the East Coast has a different type of American so you, pride. Okay, the so South, it's in different. Yeah, forms so I, th- I think it comes in different forms. You know, you mainly see on the West Coast, you see uh, left wing American pride, um, but you also see on in the South, you see right wing American pride. So, you know, I just kind of de- it depends on where you come from. Gotcha. Um, but I, I get where you're. I kind of get where you're coming from. Where it's. Um, some some views are kind of shot down. I think there's a lot of people that are hating America. Yeah. I think that's kind of what's combating this uh, this idea. And obviously, you're always going to have people that are going to stick up for the flag. But you have a lot of people, uh, you know, holding protests and really like taking the knee at the uh, during the national anthem. And that I, was a huge huge thing started. With what do you think? Do you agree with that? Um, I honestly, Colin Kaepernick, I think is a fucking sellout. Um, out of all of it, you know, he signed his Nike commercial and all that kind of stuff. It was obviously for a financial gain. It was nobody was doing it. Um, for him to say that taking a knee during the national anthem, there's so many different ways of going about bringing awareness. That didn't bring awareness. All that was was a hashtag and a, and a social media trend. Nothing changed. So uh, I actually disagree with you uh, on this. You think yeah. that he, he invoked so, a lot so, of change? In the- so I wouldn't say that he invoked a lot of change, but I don't disagree with him doing that. And the reason why I don't disagree with him doing that is because I cannot reasonably say as an American that his rights as an American – I cannot tell another American how to use his rights. And now, would I do it? No. Exactly. Uh, but, but, you're all, but you're willing to your own... You're willing... Uh, you're, uh, I apologize. You are able to have your own thought on what he's doing. Yes, yeah. as a right, as an American, that's the beautiful thing about our country. Mm-hmm. He can do that, yeah. but that doesn't necessarily mean that it's 
it's the best thing. Um, yeah, no, absolutely. I agree. I think that it was a dumb thing, but I think that um, if he chose to do that, uh, and here's the thing is, as a white man, I have a different experience from black men. We just do. We, 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 grew up in a, we grew up in a different type of an area. We grew up in, in a different mindset, in a different household. Uh, usually even we vary religiously sometimes, even if we're from the same religion, there's just small things, you know. Um, so I cannot tell another, I can't tell a black man um, who's seeing things, if, if he views the role of America as a racist place, then he is impacting change, Then he, and he feels like he's morally impacting change, then I can't tell him that he's wrong. I, I mean, I'll tell him that I disagree with him. But watching his attitude and the way he did his interviews, it didn't come off as he was actually trying to get change. You know, uh, I can't, I can't, honestly, I don't. Sp I can't speak on that. The reason why I can't is because I don't watch any sports, um, and I don't really pay much attention to celebrities. Um, the reason being is because I think that they're far less relevant than what people play them up to be. I agree. Um, and so I don't pay much attention to them, but you're, you're a sports fan. No, um, no, 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 I don't watch any sports. Okay, see, I thought you watched football. No. Um, and, see, I, I just don't pay any attention to it. Um, um, but I, I don't think he's wrong for what he did. I just think that it was a, a stupid thing because the flag and its symbolism is far greater than what people understand. But then again, it goes back to being black and white. Is the that Their perception of the flag may be different from mine because their exposure of freedom is obviously different from mine because, you know, fla flavor, or flavor, slavery ended in the late or mid 1800s and then they experienced racism in the 1960s and 1970 or 1950s 60s 70s really harshly in the south um you know so their their mix on freedom may be different you know maybe more compelling to them to take a knee um whereas for me it's different um so that's just kind of where i stand on it is because i just don't know what his exposure is i don't know what makes him tick. I just think but, but I do understand where you're coming from whenever you said, well, I think it was a sellout because I did see some pretty big deals made with him. I saw some things happen, but also we also saw the negative side of it as well. Um, him not getting picked up, you know, that's a big deal. I think that had to do with the skills. Uh, well, see, I watching, I, watching his uh, his workout video and stuff like that. It, oh, really? See, I, I don't know much about he it. He was spending too much time on that knee. I oh, think, really? Okay. Yeah, he, I think he got a little bit lazy. Okay. See, I, and you're that's something I have no clue about. It's just yeah, I only watch it because of the you know taking the knee. That's the only reason I watch okay. it now. But uh, what, what yeah, do you I think? think I think in today's society, uh, I definitely believe. I think taking a knee is not that heroic. I I think there's a lot of people out there that are saying Colin Kaepernick is my freaking hero. Okay. He took a knee during the national anthem in front of a bunch of people. To me, that's not really, that's not taking a stand. That's not actually doing anything. You have a large audience and just to take a knee. I think there has to be something far more serious. If mm -hmm. you if you really want to invoke change and actually like really bring this forth to people, there has to be something. So what else would he, should he have done? Because I believe that there's a, a huge amount of power in symbolism. And I think that what he was doing was symbolic. Uh, I although, I completely, although I completely disagree with it, I think that that is how he invoked change on a public platform. But the thing is, invoking change is not taking a knee where you're coming off as hating America. I don't think he hates America. I just don't think that at that time that he was seeing the media and not fully educated on the circumstances and things but that were going this on. Isn't, this isn't about what we personally believe. This is what everybody it came off as. What it came off as is he is kneeling during the American flag. Well, see, it didn't come off like that to me. And so I know that there's that, two I know, different... Yeah, and, and, that, and that's why I think that this conversation is really interesting is because I tend to see that a lot of people are like, I either completely disagree with it or I, or I 
completely agree with it. And I'm like, well, but would you agree with watching the aftermath of it with a bunch of the people that were listening to his messages and supported it? That turned into now. Now, what, what do we what do we stomping on the flag? Oh, absolutely, flag. I disagree with that. But how many young people? watched him do that and then immediately afterwards there was a huge fucking spike okay yeah, of I remember that. flag burning yeah. talking shit about America like throwing like literally like it was fun but and I funny don't, I don't think that that's his fault and the reason but why he I don't, was the one who initiated wait, that symbolism but yeah he but he's not responsible it. for a private citizen doing what they choose to do just because he takes a knee doesn't mean that he, he is telling another individual to go is, and burn a flag you're looking at a platform with millions of viewers you are you are almost responsible for looking at the message that you are going to send out no, that is your individual responsibility mm -hmm. for our, our fucking people as I, American citizens you have to also understand there's a lot of younger generation and also with a lot of this already pre-existing hate the message of appearance of hate, battling with hate, is not, it's, it will never fucking work. And I'm talking about law enforcement towards blacks. If that is truly something that's going on, which it obviously is because we see body camera footage, we see a lot of stuff going on, it's just not being talked about. This needs to, uh, I see personally, what ends up actually invoking change is protest. And that, that, was, that was his protest. That was his protest, was, his, was him taking a knee. But I mean, um, I mean, actually invoking change. What I what I have seen, and I and I yeah. love that. That was his that was his form of protesting. What I just truly did not enjoy was seeing what happened after that. And so really, you're you're saying that 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 him being in a in a position that he was in, uh, as a football player, where tons of little kids look at him as their as his idol. Exactly. That that it was irresponsible for him because it's letting off a perception that he hates America. Exactly. He needs. It needed to be well. I I, I don't see, know. and that's where I disagree with you. Still. And the reason why I disagree with you is because just because he is a very well-known person, he's a millionaire, he's a football player, it doesn't make him an idol. It doesn't make him somebody that kids should or have to look up to. Now, just because it happens doesn't make him responsible for someone's actions. If he wants to invoke his right to take a knee during a uh, during a ceremony, then he has that right. It's not about whether it was morally wrong or right, though. Well, this, see, isn't, I, this isn't a question of morality. No, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not looking at it as a question of morality. Yeah. I'm looking at it as a question of his constitutional rights. And his constitutional rights state that he has the right to do that. I love that he was able yeah. to do that. I love the fact that he was able to. But my personal belief is just that it wasn't. Oh, I, it wasn't the right act. I agree with you. I don't. I disagree with that wholeheartedly. But I. I understand. I'm more empathetic in viewing of his side of it as well. Of well, maybe he did feel tyranny. Maybe he did feel like blacks were being shot in the streets uh, in an unethical or immoral manner. And so that was his form of protest. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, I don't think he should be responsible for any other person's actions. Just because somebody saw him doing that and then they go out and they burn a flag doesn't mean that he was condoning a flag burning. It just means that he was protesting and the actions of other people, they should be held responsible for it, not him. I think to say that he should not be held responsible for individual people's actions, I agree. But yeah. if there is a statistical point that there is a trend in hatred for your government, a.k.a. America... If there was a trending spike right after that, that really turned into there is a lot of hate and disgust towards the government right now. And you're now. saying he was wrong for that. And I'm saying, and I'm not saying that he was morally wrong. What I'm saying is, at some point, an individual does need to look and say, okay, you know, this is at at the start of it. What literally, what technically started the domino effect was that one symbolic gesture. But but then but then that's but how you, you knew, that's how you invoke he, change. And he was trying to invoke change. But the thing is when you were doing it with a clear mm -hmm. message side by side is like, you know what? Yeah, this could look like I'm saying fuck you America and it also could be, you know, fuck you law enforcement. He didn't want to say 
law enforcement is treating blacks wrong right before he did it. Fuck no. What he did was he went ahead, took the knee, and everybody's like, what the It's not his going? responsibility to that for that. If he wants to take a knee, he can take a knee. It can mean multiple different things. He could have been saying fuck the government. He could have been saying fuck the American people. Pro- exactly. So it, he doesn't need to clarify it. He can invoke his right to take a knee at any time. Again, I'd like to reiterate for all of our listeners, I disagree with the fact that he did it. But then again, I also agree with the fact that he should be allowed to do it. I don't... And no I dis- saying, no, no, no I, I know. I'm clarifying my end. I'm not clarifying yours. Oh, gotcha. um, as I, but I don't believe that he should be held responsible for any spikes against hate against law enforcement because that's how you invoke change. That's also kind of the point of UWB. Just because you have a different uh, a line of not liking the government, um, that's how we invoke change is by having this conversation and telling people, getting them thinking. We may invoke change in the right direction. You may invoke change on the left direction or vice versa. That's how you do it. Is it's just going to get people, people hearing. I think it's. I think that's the awesome part. Is just yeah, getting, absolutely. getting it out there. Absolutely, and I'm really glad that we hit that subject because it's something that people don't really talk about anymore. And what's crazy is we're good. We're good buddies, um, and we have completely different views on that. And I think that that's really interesting. Wait, that, I don't think we do, man, because we both said. I think. I think we both disagree with the action, but we are happy that it was a constitutional right that he's able to do that. Yeah, without um, being <clears throat> see like. I kind of, which is fine. Yeah, I mean, either way, uh, we're, we're, I guess we're on the same page. Um, but yeah, no, definitely, it was an interesting time. Yeah, Very interesting time. Um, what else you got, dude? Um, okay, so we have Colin Kaepernick taking a knee. What else? Uh, shit, what's going on? Uh, Kobe Bryant dying. That was a tragedy. Whether you watch sports yeah. or not as a kid, like I, I did, like, I don't understand a lot. Um, um, Again, you know, I, I can't really get into that because I don't really care for celebrities. I think or watching a human being that touched the hearts of truly millions of people, like an entire globe. Well, there's also, you know, I, I have to look at it as he was also accused of sexual assault and went on a payout, which is interesting to think about. So, you know, I think that there was a, I think that a lot of celebrities and a lot of athletes put on a facade um, and they come out there and they appear to be this glorious person and then they're doing a lot of things behind the scenes uh, but I will say this what I do feel truly bad about is the fact that his daughter died uh, his daughter you know that that's just his wife huh I feel bad for his wife oh absolutely man you know having to deal with that Ugh. I think yesterday was actually uh, her 14th birthday yeah uh, and that's so him. that is so sad you know to lose somebody that, that that's that young now I, I don't know a lot about Kobe Bryant you know rest in peace on that but, uh, you know, I, the main thing that I feel bad about is his daughter, you know, because you could tell that they had a huge connection with one another, um, yeah. and he impacted her in a really big way. Yeah, Kobe Bryant definitely had a, uh, he had an outreach friend. Um, I know a lot of really close personal friends, everybody idolized him yeah. growing up. He was, he was our starting player, man, when he came in. Um, he changed the game the way he played. He really did. Um, really? Coming in so young, staying on the Lakers. That so tell me about him, because I don't know much about him. He's a fucking freak, man. Mamba mentality. He, I don't know exact statistics. Yeah, about that's all okay. Things. I know uh, five rings. And oh, and that's huge. Up his, uh, he's always acting like he's waving, but we know he's holding up all of his rings. <laughs> I saw that meme. <laughs> um, yeah, it's, uh, it's very interesting, man, because he, when you look at it after his death, man, so many places around the world, massive casinos, massive hotels, massive government buildings, everybody putting up the purple and gold. Yeah. I thought that was fucking awesome. Uh, you know, yellow and purple, sorry. Uh, but the Lakers colors, and, you know, I, I don't know. And the Lakers are out of L.A.? Yes. Okay. But even going beyond just him being a basketball player, no matter what it, they said he did after all of that, the events that was stacked up, you know, whether he did it or not, that set aside, 
you had a human being that was actually able to have a motivational and spiritual outreach to millions of kids. That's true, yeah, absolutely. Was a pinnacle point. He so literally so much to the point to where every single time you throw a little, you know, anything, any little basketball, what do you say is a joke? Kobe. Yeah. You say Kobe. Bro, he literally like he his name will forever be echoed and nobody like in thousands of years, nobody's gonna be like, Why the fuck did we say Kobe? Bro, nobody's gonna know about Kobe Bryant. And it's he I'm just saying it's he left a, a mark on this world. And yeah, that absolutely. is what is incredible as a human being. Whether it's sports or not, I don't I think sports are a distraction for the American people. I do. If you watch literally as soon as football goes down, basketball goes down, everything's going down, what happens? All people have to watch is the fucking WWE, and now they're getting a little bit boogaloo fever. Now everybody's posting, you know. See, I, I love the UFC. I oh, no, no, no. Okay, UFC, See, that, UFC aside, that is, a, that, is, that is far different. Of course, you were looking at a game of... Of true like fuck that. true warriorship. True warriorship. That those is, dudes go in there. I mean, even if even if no no no. See, I was pretty skinny until uh, until right before my first deployment. Uh, then I started getting big, um, and then I started taking up boxing. And then I started taking up Krav Maga. Then I started taking up jujitsu and uh, JJ. Yeah, and now I'm yeah. Brazilian jujitsu. Now I'm pretty proficient. Like I have my own stuff out in the, in the garage. That's why my knuckles are scarred. It's just from constantly sparring and and uh, practicing. That's awesome, man. Um, and it, it's it's honestly it's kind of humiliating sometimes because there's people that are so much better than you and will just lay you out. And and, and, and it's humbling. It's humbling because like you have to let your pride go. And that that was a real struggle for me. And there's probably a good bit of young people that listen to this. Is that that was a real struggle for me whenever I first started getting into stuff like this was letting my pride go because people would just whoop my ass, you know? Um, and you have to let your pride go. Absolutely. Um, luckily I was always pretty tough, but just some of the technical training, um, well, that's what, uh, that's you, you the interesting really thing about that sport is it all comes down to, he's like, the technical training of it. Absolutely. That's why it's incredible, man, because you got to know, you have literally just the slightest move of an ankle that could make you, that could uplift you up to, you know, a completely yeah, different position, a completely different advantage. Um, and it's crazy how much energy uh, your body exerts. Absolutely. When you're really yeah. wrestling around, holy Dude, shit. Dude, you get worn out quick. And a lot of people don't see that, man. They're watching the UFC <clears> and they're like, you know, why the fuck can't he just, you know, do this, do that. Bro, those those men and women are monsters. You're right. They are freaks. If, of if they if they can't get out of the position, it's just because that person is just better than them. Exactly. Um, and it's it's really cool. Man. It's like watching like human chess almost. You know what You're I mean? right. Like absolutely. That, it's it's really really cool. Absolutely. Um, you know, my uncle actually taught me when I was really young. Uh, obviously, going through, I fucking sucked at wrestling, man. I think I'm pretty sure I lied to my mom and like dad and like yeah, like I'm obviously good, dude. I sucked. I was always this little chubby like little piece of shit. I sucked. Um, I wrestled JV. I think I did varsity like once. But I love the sport. I love UFC behind it. But I just, I wasn't ever willing to put in the work. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? And that, and that was definitely an issue of mine. Discipline. Um, it, it, takes a discipline. Lot of, it takes a lot of discipline. But I was in band for eight years. So I, you know, I wasn't a total fucking delinquent. Drink. I was in band for a week. A week, man. I played tuba, baritone. I was first chair. Um, I don't think I ever made it to the wind symphony. But I was at, I was in like that good middle band. Dude, I, I had solos. Dude, uh, no. I okay. I was I was a trombone player, right? Yeah, you look like a trombone player. <laughs> Dude, yeah, tromboner. Um, yeah. Anyways, the uh, at Chaffin Junior High School out of Fort Smith, Arkansas, I started out as trombone, and the first like week and a half, it was just breathing exercises. And I finally looked at the teacher. I was like, I got to get out of this shit. And they still let you like kind of transition if you if like an extracurricular thing was something that you weren't filling. Like the first couple of weeks, they let you go out of it and do something else. 
and I left. And that was my seventh grade year. And my eighth grade year, see, all my buddies, they all, I, I guess I wasn't just part of this conversation, but they were like, hey, we're going to do choir. And none of my buddies were choir type people. Okay, so it made me raise my eyebrows. So the first year of seventh grade, they were all in choir and they were going on these trips and shit, right? None of them were singers. None of them were very good, right? So eighth grade year comes around, I'm like, hey, dude, you need to get in choir with us. I'm like, well, you know, choir is not my thing. I don't care for singing, right? <laughs> and <laughs> uh, they convinced me to sign up for it, so I signed up for it, and then I saw why they were really in it. It was because you really didn't do anything. Like, you just got to go on these dope-ass field trips, these conventions. You got to skip out on school, right? And I'll never forget, I was just so awful at singing, and then I got to the point where I was like, you know what? I'm here. I might as well give it a shot. And I, if I can remember his name correctly, Mr. Barone. Uh, out of chaffing, <laughs> he, uh, I was in the, what's the, the group with the deep voice, the baritones, is that what they're called? Yeah, I think so. Or, I don't know, well, I was in the, the deep voice group, right, and whenever I talk, I kind of have a deep voice, but whenever I sing, I have a really deep voice, for whatever reason, I'm not trying to do it. Can it you just, actually, hold on. No, no chance. Please, uh, they, come on, we're on, nobody can see you right now, it's a, just a hearing No, thing. no chance. Be... Uh, so, they, uh. They put me in the in the the deep voice group. I know I'll let you down. And I'm singing, and we're singing the song. I don't remember what it was. And Mr. Barone, he turns and he looks at me, and he stops everybody. And he calls me into his office because he had an office right next to – it had this glass window. He had this office right next to where everybody would sing. And it was like this podium where everybody stood on. So I walk into his office, and he handed it as delicate as possible. But he goes, uh, Drake, um, maybe you should lip sync. <laughs> so you got the A-OK to literally like Dude, do what you want to do the whole And then time. I was straight skate for the rest of the year. So wow. so uh, I would co- I would come in, and I got to the point where I was just a distraction because I would just be goofing off. And <laughs> what he would do was, is if I was being a distraction, he would put me in this room that was adjacent to his office but was right in front of the podium where everybody stood up on. It was like these big st- stairs that people stood on. And... It was this glass window, and it had this map on the window. It was a picture of something. And it took up almost the whole window except for the top part. And I would <laughs> I would stand up on a chair, and I would fuck with my buddies, and I would just stand up there, and I would just look at them. And they would start laughing. Other people would start laughing. I would hop down because I know Mr. Brown is about to turn around. He would poke his head in the door and be like, whatever you're doing, cut it out. And I'm like, sir, I'm just, you know, I'm in here just hanging out, just studying and stuff. Two seconds later, he closed the door and doing the same thing. Maybe you should have told my ass that I suck at singing. Yeah. <laughs> you know? That was a pretty harsh way of doing it, man. He could have just uh, no, I mean, could have handled it. Honestly, I respect it. It was so funny. It was so funny. Now looking back, like whenever he told me, it wasn't even that I was heartbroken because I knew I couldn't sing to begin with. It was just the fact that I was like, eh, fuck it, whatever. You want to know what's a real fucking tragedy? What? My DoorDash that I ordered like 35, 45 minutes ago, I did not see. Um, it says I have to verify my card to make sure it's really me. So this whole time I've been waiting for my Chick-fil-A over here, it's not coming. Wow. Well, life's tough whenever you're stupid. <sighs> yeah, yeah, I'm talking to you, so. Yeah, you're right, it rubs off. Jeez. <clears throat> okay, well, anyways, yeah, besides that. I'll verify it real quick. Nah, I'm just, I'm going to wait. Get some Chick-fil-A in this bitch. Nah, it's going to matter. I, I don't want to wait an hour to eat Chick-fil-A over here. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you can order me some if you want. No, I can't order you any. You live 45 minutes away. Yeah. But, uh, man, Chick-fil-A breakfast, that is where it's at. Oh, yeah, dude, those are crispy. Uh, they have, those they those have chicken minis? Way of, of cooking that chicken. Dude, they it's have, cooked with Jesus. 
It is. Honestly, it's cooked with love. You know what I mean? There's always, and that's why all the And the people are so cool. Yeah, it's like a cult-like following. Yeah, absolutely. You know what I mean? Like, we work for Chick-fil-A. You know what I mean? (laughs) I'm pretty sure that, you know, I don't know. I'm not going to In between Chick-fil-A and Disney World, Disneyland, man, they have excellent customer service. Huh? Excellent. Excellent customer service. Oh, okay. Okay, okay. What'd you, what would you think I said? Nothing. 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 <laughs> I think Disneyland's a little bit like a cult, too, man, if you think about it. Oh, absolutely. I mean... Like, they're like... It's kind of like... Uh, I don't know, man. It's just kind of scary to see, like, how into character some people really get. I mean, like, I, I think that's just part of the job and the really animated people. But sometimes too animated. Is a no, bit. see, I love it. I, see, Disney, like, I, I went to Disney World at 17, right? And it was one of the best vacations I ever had. And I didn't think I would like it too much because I thought it would be too kitsch or childish. Mm-hmm. Awesome. One of the best vacations I ever had. Where is it that uh, Harry Potter World is? Uh, that's at uh, Universal Studios. That is my dream. I, and I've been, I've been there, too. I want to go. I want to get a bunch of butterbeer. I want to get my own wand. I want to go down Diagon Alley. I, wanna, I want the whole experience. It's pretty cool. It is really cool. They do a really good job. Cool. Um, the people are nice. Everything's clean. Um, really yeah, my buddy's, uh, my buddy's sister actually works there. Um, really? Yeah, she's she's been loving it. She got I don't know how you do it. Uh, you get accepted into it. My cousin I know applied to get into it. Yeah, Carol Ann, uh, she put in her application for the Disney World stuff to go and do six months there. Yeah, but she didn't get picked up for it because of COVID stuff. Um, yeah, I heard so they were closing down parks and stuff like that. That's yeah, that sucks. Yeah, so. She wasn't able to do that, but she'll end up applying for it once it opens back up for her. Very cool. Um, which I'm excited. I hope she gets picked up for it. That'd be sweet. I agree. I go down there and hang out with her. Hopefully she gets picked up for Disneyland since we'll be in Nevada the next time she applies, and I can just swing right over there and hang out. Yeah, if you uh, if you end up getting free tickets, you know, let me know. No chance. What? No chance. Really? I'm just kidding, man. Yeah. We're going to we'll do. We're gonna bring a live live uh, podcast from I, I don't, I don't think they let us do that there. No, I will set up in the wand shop and I will. I will. <laughs> That'd be cool. Yeah, That'd be the awesome. invisible cloak and everything like that. We'll be fine. Yeah, that would be. We'll be fine. You watch Star Wars? Any? Absolutely, I watch Star Wars. Of course. Yeah, see, Caroline's a huge Star Wars fan. She started getting me into it. Whenever I was a little kid, I used to really like it. So, you, are you ready for the series you need to watch? Well, we started watching the series a couple months ago, and then we just kind of like fell off because things got too busy. And uh, but yeah, she was actually talking about it two days ago, where she, she wants to start watching it again. You need to watch Star Wars. You need to watch Lord of the Rings. Oh well, of course I've seen Lord. Caroline hates Lord of the Rings. Harry Potter and The Hobbit. Well, Harry Potter and the uh, yes, The Lord Hobbit, of the Rings Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Of course, you got to watch them in order. Yeah. Um, and then obviously Star Wars, and then oh, what was the other one I was going to say? I don't even know. I think, I that, I think that's all. Actually, all of them that I really know. Dude, I love Lord of the Rings. Awesome. I love Harry Potter. Yep. And I love The Hobbit. Yes. Carol Ann hates Harry Potter, hates Lord of the Rings, and hates The Hobbit. Um, it was almost a deal breaker. It's kind of interesting, man. We talk about aliens. Yeah, um, I know, for real. If there's any ever clear evidence of an alien, it's going to be Carol Ann. I'm a Jew alien. A Jew alien? A Jew alien. She's a Jew alien. <laughs> <laughs> Part of the Illuminati. <laughs> oh, man. No wonder we're doing so well with the podcast. Yeah, absolutely. We got everybody listening to us. Little ET fingers here. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Carolina, fire back at him. Don't take that shit. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah. Um, How's Gates? Uh, she's good, man. Just uh, graduated. Everything like that. Uh, yeah, she got Alaska. I know you're excited. Oh, absolutely. I'm very excited for. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, man. Yeah, it's uh very interesting, but uh, 
Anyway, what uh, what else you got? You got anything else? I feel like we're uh, dude. We can talk about anything, anything. How much uh, how much time have we been going? Uh, hour and a half. Hour and a half. Hour and a half. Yeah, that's not too bad. You want to end it? I think I've bored people enough today, man. Out of conspiracy theories and everything, I think. Uh, Absolutely. Yeah, I think we need to moderate because we just end up getting on these rolls where we talk forever. Yeah, man. And I like I'm I'm like one more beer into really getting down a few rabbit holes that are just gonna be lasting way. <laughs> and we need to we need to save more content exactly. so we have something to talk about. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Uh, well, cool, man. Um, I guess I'll end up hitting you up after this. Uh, yes, I'll let you know how, once it gets uploaded and everything. Give you a call. Um, don't forget, everybody, make sure to check out the website, unitedweboot.com. Uh, also, every every little platform you can possibly think of, we're going to be on there other than Twitter. Um, you know, we're out there, so just look up United We should we probably boot. get a Twitter. We should probably get a Twitter. Um, if anybody wants us to get a Twitter, go ahead and let us know, and uh, yeah, if we get some good feedback. Join our then, Discord. Yeah, please join our Discord. Yeah. If you guys don't know how to get onto it, please message me or Drake. Uh, yeah, or we'll, we'll hook you guys up, because uh, the Discord is kind of where we discuss topics. Uh, the Discord's kind of been dead a little recently, because it's been so busy, um, but get on there and suggest some topics. Um, we are going to start introducing some guest speakers here soon. It's just that with this COVID stuff, there's a lot going on in the world. So it's really challenging to either get people on the phone because they're trying to make ends meet right now. So we're doing a million different things or we're trying to bring them in here to the studio so we can talk. Um, so, yeah, just give us some time whenever it comes to guest speakers. we got some real interesting ones lined up. I actually got in contact with one this morning uh, that, that is, owns his own marijuana business. And uh, I'd really like to get him on the podcast. I would love that. Yeah. Yeah. So he has a wealth of knowledge about marijuana, THC, CBD and all sorts of different strains of marijuana, so I'd, I'd love to have him on here. Awesome, yeah. But uh, but yeah, guys, uh, I really appreciate you guys tuning in for the third episode of UWB. Uh, today's episode was just kind of a bullshit episode. Talk about some conspiracy theories and whatever else seems to land in our lap. Mm-hmm. Um, you guys tune in for the next episode. that will be popping up in the next couple of days, and stay safe. Absolutely. Thank you, guys. Yep. See you guys.